Thank you for listening to the Other Side of Sports podcast, representing the DMV. Be sure to subscribe to us on Stitcher, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find us on YouTube at OSS TV. Look, we need your support, so please do us a favor and make sure you leave a comment and give us a rating. Thank you. Now on to our show. <laughs>
than others, you know what I'm saying? And I and I just say for me, like food is is crucial, though. It's hard to stop eating certain foods that you like to eat. You know, it wasn't until I had my acid reflex and that joint had me about to go to the hospital in the middle of the night before I really started to take careful consideration of the foods that I was eating. And sometimes, you know, it, it may take something, you know, God forbid, something to happen uh, in order to maybe prompt that. Uh, but, you know, it, it also can be just on account of seeing your progress and, and seeing, you know, just how you're doing things better and the fact that you're willing to work with her and, 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 and you know, work alongside her to help try to get her to, to those goals, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes even when you make small strides or, or, or have little progress um, and you can highlight that, that can, that can, you know, encourage someone to want to go further. So, you know, maybe if she loses one or two pounds to do something special to kind of highlight that. Don't not with food though. Don't get food. Nah, <laughs> don't nah. go buy a birthday cake to try to, try to encourage her. But what? how stupid would I be to do that? You know, then maybe you could guys could go do something. You know, fun together um, to try to encourage that that behavior. But you know, I, I think that you you're doing the right thing. And people responded to, to different. Uh, methods differently you know if you're trying to press her out that may not be the best method in order to get her to 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 change the behavior you don't want her you know stuffing twinkies in her pocket trying to hide food and snacks around the house because you're just a tyrant and you're going around and just trying to you know make her feel bad about everything that she's eating that's that's wrong but you know if y'all in a house together you can cook healthy meals you can get healthy options if you're going out to the restaurant you can lead by example and, and order something that you know you think is is healthy and maybe recommend something that that you you think is healthy you know but at the same time you don't want to shame her and if making her feel bad about you know when she does you know maybe have a step back or set a setback in her diet but um you know it's hard though food is one of the, the hardest things to to get under control so you know i mean it, it just be prepared, you know. I, I mean, I know y'all are together, and that's your girlfriend. But that, you know, as long as y'all are together, that could be, you know, a journey that you guys are gonna have to, have to, have to deal with um, going forward. But yeah, yeah, just, just you know, be supportive, be loving, you know, and and then lead by example. Yeah, that's 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 the advice I got for you. Um, if Aaron was on the show today, he'd be like, you already know. <laughs> It's too many. Just leave. If you're not happy, just. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's 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 the advice for, for the day. Um, we gonna hop into some sports. First thing is first. I gotta get this out the way before we get on to Toronto, and Milwaukee, and and Giannis, and 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 Golden State, and all that good stuff. The Wizards. No! It's a rumor out here that the Wizards are really trying to uh, make some moves. Uh, Ernie is gone, but Ted has not um, hired a replacement GM to come in and try to clean up this mess that we have as far as a roster with the injured John Wall. Uh, circulations now was that Bradley Bills on the, on the trading block and could be headed to the Lakers. Uh, a part of that trade they're talking about Bradley Bill 
going to the to the Lakers and then in return Lonzo Ball coming to the Wizards uh, possibly with the with the fourth pick in the draft that the Lakers hold um, there's also rumor that you know they could be putting potentially you know Kyle's Kuzma or Josh Hart in that in that mix and this I'm I, I kind of feel like I felt months ago when we had Ernie Grunfeld still as the, as the GM. Yes, man. It's, this is ridiculous, man. Because we don't have a new GM, I can't really trust the vision that's that's being set forth. If this is true, there's being there's a, there's another the, these are these are more moves being made without a GM in place to to govern these decisions. And so for me, this is much of the same as far as the 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 dysfunction as far as the messes being made and and then trying to clean them up that we've had with the last regime regime and and, and the fact that Shepard is still a part of this decision making process as the interim GM this is very alarming to me and I'm not I am not happy about it's it. It's ridiculous. And, and it's obvious what's being done out here. It's on a nightly basis. I hope the world can see now what's really going on out here. Because it's getting it's ridiculous. Not that I don't think it's that, really ridiculous. That Lonzo Ball has potential. I actually I like Lonzo Ball. I think that he he could be a good star in this league. Uh, you know, he's had injuries. He's had, you know, I, I think a change of scenery would be good for him, but I'm not necessarily sure that that change needs to be here in Washington. I just, I don't know. And, and, and people are very, some people are very high on Lonzo, and then other people are just not so high on him. You know, they think that his, his shooting is streaky, you know, uh, that he has talent, has athleticism, but, you know, it, it's just a lot of question marks. And then you have his father, who is overbearing, brash, whatever you want to call him, to add to the mix, you know, which is going to garner a lot of uh, criticism, scrutiny. That's right. you already know. To, to the ball, ball team that needs to be far removed from any kind of drama and stuff like that. Uh, I just don't know if that's the best move. Now, I understand that you're trying to move some pieces and create some space and get some young talent in here and try to upgrade this roster to get in a position quickly or sooner rather than later to try to get your team back to to winning or I'm not uh, rocking mo headed towards winning because the Wizards weren't really winners for real they were just mediocre at best or above average at best and so I guess this is just to try to bring some excitement back at a at a cheap low cost or can't do it now I I, was, I do agree that the Wizards should be trying to engage the Lakers because they're in a place where they have ownership and people working at, at the <laughs> for the Lakers that are just as dumb as the as the personnel that's working in the Wizards camp. So, you know, hopefully we could come out on a on a better end. If we got Kyle Kuzma, I would be okay with that. I like Kyle Kuzma. I think that he has a lot of upside. Even Brandon Ingram, I think has a lot of upside. You know, and, and in some ways, more than Lonzo Ball, if you ask me. And they don't come with all the extra stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, they don't that, that line, you're going to get with Lonzo. Um, I, I just, once again, I, the people making the decisions for the Wizards camp is the people that I don't trust. So, cannot win with them. 
The fourth pick in the draft is just that pick that's right outside of the top tier talent that it's like, uh, I mean, you once again, who are we trusting to make this pick at four? If you get the fourth, the fourth pick in the draft, you know, uh, do you make the do you make these trades for assets and then try to package that to move up in the draft? I mean, I, I I don't know, I don't know, and I don't trust it. And you know, while I think Bradley Bill right now is the most viable piece, and if you're trying to, um, you know, change over the culture, I mean, well, not the culture necessarily, because Bradley Bill don't really affect the culture. But if you're trying to change the team, if you're trying to give it a new identity and a new face. You know, I understand trying to shop Bradley Bill. Um, but you just cannot come out on the short end of the stick with that. Even though our franchise right now currently is on the short end of the stick as a whole because we have John Wall's contract with his injury. And then, you know, the, the, the team just doesn't have that much talent. You got, you know, Mahimi still on the books. It's just, it's just a lot of things that need to be changed over uh, with this roster. But I just frankly don't trust the people that charge to do it. Nah, dog. And I know that we, we, you know, this town is a football town. People focus on Dan Snyder and the Redskins primarily. I know that uh, Ted Leonsis has kind of been given a pass and allowed to, to, to work in a space in a bubble where he's kind of been uh, exempt for much, uh, for, you know, for scrutiny and criticism. Um, but yeah. something just tells me that this was his plan all along, not to hire a GM because he didn't want to have to stretch his money, didn't want to have to uh, get rid of Scott Brooks and have to pay a new coach and find a new coach that whoever this GM was going to bring in. He's an and, of course, they were going to command top dollar if you bring in a good, a good head coach. He didn't want to go through all that. And so this was the cheap move. This was the cheap Ted move, the slide and weasel you know, let enough time pass where people will just kind of be like, well, I mean, what can we do? And then the options, doors close, and then you have this guy <laughs> that you can't get rid of in Shepard, and he basically just cannot win with him. stays the interim co- uh, GM for the year, does all these moves, try to change over, and then hopefully after the end of the year, people say, oh, yeah, he did a good job and give him a thumbs up and then give him an extension where you don't have to pay him much, you know. And, and that's just business. I mean, know that in business, the, the idea is to get the most for the least. So, you know, this is not anything outside. And I think Ted Leonsis is a good businessman, but he's a terrible owner of, of a team. You know, you, you look at the Caps, and of course they, they won the Stanley Cup, but, you know, last year, but, you know, letting the coach go right after that. And people can say what you want about the coach, you know, not getting paid. It's a cheap Ted move. And this is not the first time he's done it. This is, this is what he does. So... You know, to get the most for the least. That's that's a business mindset. You run a business, you you trying to uh, get supplies for your business. You're gonna look at Costco. You're gonna look at all the different uh, stores to see. Okay, how how many? I need 150 pens for my supply store. Where's the where's the cheapest brand that's gonna accommodate what I need? Okay, these right here. Oh, let me get those. Like that's just business. You you want to lower that that overhead cost. So, I mean, from a business standpoint, I get it. But from a fan standpoint, this is the this is the worst 
franchise regime that, that I've ever had to like witness. I mean, I don't know how do y'all how would y'all rank the 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 franchises in dysfunction as far as in, in the NBA like what which ones are at the top? I mean, I know the Wizards is up there. They in the top three, for sure, for sure. I mean, now the Lakers trying to creep up that that timeline. I mean, after having LeBron and then after a year, this this thing looks like it's about to fall apart. And if you make these moves and give away, I mean, I don't know. It's just I don't know how Lakers fans feel about it. Uh, shout out to my man Van. He he was like he doesn't want. I guess he's high on on Lonzo Ball if that if that's the guy that's being moved. But we'll we'll see we'll see. Um, uh, we're at the finals. Toronto Raptors, Milwaukee Bucks is finished. Uh, Giannis looked like just the deficiencies in his game. Just I, I mean. You can't really put it all on Giannis, but at the same time, you I, the Toronto Raptors put the straps on Giannis. They they really, really clamped down and forced him to to do things that he didn't want to do. Um, Giannis, you know, just just like LeBron in the early years of his career, you know, was just a force. Was getting to the lane, getting to the cup, and they really limited to, limited that and and forced him to try to beat them another way. And Giannis just, I mean, the mid range jumper wasn't there for him like it should have been. Uh, you know, the three ball, which he he you know he's not he's a set shooter, so that that really hurt him, you know, and. You know, Middleton didn't really have that great of a series. I mean, he played he played fairly well, but you know what? G, what does Giannis need to do in order to get his team over the hump? Don't ask me a dumb question. You know the answer to. I, I mean, of course, develop a shot more, work on his work on his shot. Um, you know, I think that could help. But and then they just, I mean, you look at the Toronto Raptors. They just kind of came together. A lot of the the the, the, the side parts. Finally, Gasol started to really assert himself and, you know, uh, in a series. And it's just, it's interesting that, you know, Kyle Lowry, you know, finally started to look like an all-star and put it together. Um, and, and they were able to squeak past the, the, the they were able to squeak past um, the Milwaukee Bucks. They just... They look like they just wanted it more. I mean, games came down to a few possessions. So, you know, the the road that Toronto has taken it to get here is an amazing one. And, you know, I, I said before that people are kind of, uh, you know, I'm not comparing Kawhi Leonard to Jordan um, in the sense that I'm calling him Jordan. But the way that he's willing this team and carrying this team, and you can say what you want about like him not even scoring that much in this, this last game, but the fact that his presence, his presence there is, is just, it, it, it motivates the team. It gives them a sense of confidence that they can be down, they can, you know, uh, not hit shots, and that they have a guy in Kawhi that can pull them out of the mud if, if, if need be, and especially in the fourth quarters when it matters. And that's what Jordan did for the Bulls. Like, having him on the team was a game changer. Like, you knew fourth quarter he was going to show up, and it didn't matter the circumstances, you could lean on MJ. And that's what you're saying from 
Kawhi Leonard. Like, in these games, in his late quarters, they've been able to lean on him. He's made some tough buckets, you know, uh, to, to get them over the hump. Now, Philly was a hump. Milwaukee was a hump. <laughs> Orlando was not even a hump. That was like, <laughs> uh, I don't know what you mean. It wasn't a hump, though, but... They got past those guys, and really those series could have been different. They were just decided by, you know, a few points, a few possessions, um, and now here they are in the, in the finals. It has has Kawhi Leonard in one year erased the entire memory of DeMar DeRozan? That's right, you already know. Like, I, I, and I, I don't have the stats right up, right up, right up front. But Demar Rosen, he was in Toronto for a minute. He was in Toronto for a minute. He was the guy, and in one year, he's been supplanted by Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard has now taken the Toronto Raptors to their first NBA Finals, and this is just, this is, re, this is crazy. I mean, I almost believe. Kawhi has to re-up his contract with Toronto at this point because now this dude is walking on water. He probably they, he's getting he's getting sponsorships right and left. He probably you know there's there's businesses that are kind of giving him free stuff in order just to have him come to their business. Like this dude is now the man in Toronto. Like he is the 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 sports iconic version of Drake in Toronto. I mean, in, in Canada, period. Like, he is now that guy. And, you know, I think that that's essentially what he wanted to be all along. And now he has it. And really, he doesn't have to go anywhere. I mean, I think free agents will look at Toronto as a spot now that they will want to go to, you know. Um, and, 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 and in one season, Kawhi has kind of changed that. Um, I do not believe, though, I mean, when we talk about Toronto versus Golden State, I, I'm one of those people, y'all already know I'm a conspiracy That's theorist. right, you already know. Like, when, 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 when things say they should be this way, I just know how Vegas works, you know? When there's a general consensus that something has to happen and it's going to happen in a certain way, I just know that there's so much money on the other side of that 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 bet that somebody <laughs> Stern's orders is going to happen yeah. in some form or fashion. So people saying that that Toronto's going to get swept in four and it'd be a four zero, they're not even going to have a chance. Nah, nah. I just uh, I don't see that happening. Now you have to. They, I, now there's some people who are going to stand on the side of saying that you know Toronto will win some games, and I, I believe that uh, they they won the, the the matchups during a regular season. I think in one matchup Steph Curry was out, and in another matchup they had uh, you know I think KD went for 51, but it went to overtime, and and the Toronto ended up pulling it out. Uh, so I'm not sure. I I just don't. The Golden State Warriors is a different monster. They're a different monster. They're a different beast. And, you know, I don't I don't think that Toronto has... I just don't think they have enough firepower to stop what Golden State likes to do. 
And and I think that the matchup in itself is going to cause the secondary guys for Toronto to try to do and play outside of their game. Kyle Lowry going to go back to firing, jacking threes, you know, and 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 the stakes are are higher now. So I just don't I don't Kyle Lowry to me just is not good under pressure. So I don't necessarily anticipate that they'll be able to handle just what Golden State can do. And one of the things Golden State can do is they can score points in bunches and quickly. You could be up 12 points and then you blink your eye and then now you're down 12. Like, that's just how quickly they can hit trays and change the, the you know, the, the course of a game. And I don't... You know, the, the style in which Toronto plays, a lot of half-court setup. You know, I think Kawhi, and at times, they, you know, they, they pick and choose when they're going to push the rock and push it up up the, up the court, you know, and run fast breaks and stuff like that. But when they get in this run-and-gun uh, offense that Toronto sometimes finds themselves in, I think that that's the worst thing that they can do against the Golden State Warriors. If they find themselves trying to run-and-gun with the Golden State Warriors, they're going to lose by 30. Because that's what the Golden State Warriors want to do. And they do it at all points in the floor, from Draymond down. Now, we don't know about KD's health. He may, you know, he's questionable for, for, the, for game one. I, like I said before, a calf injury, and I'm not a doctor, but a calf injury, I mean, a calf strain, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but he's been out. Going on three weeks. Don't now. listen to this. He's an idiot. So, all right, that's what we got uh, to say about I that. Mean, he, I mean, he's an idiot. Almost, you know, he's almost been out a month with this calf strain. So, I, I mean, I doubt that you see him in this series, you know, unless it gets to like game three and the Warriors is down 2 0 or 3 0 or something like that. And, um, oh, yeah, game three and they down 2 0. And then, and then you might could see. KD, if that that be the case, but I just don't see them going down 2-0. That's not happening. Um, even Stern's orders aside, that's not happening. They're not losing two games. Uh, 1-1, I still think you might not see KD. Uh, 2-1, uh, might still not see KD. Uh, it, it might got to be a do-or-die situation uh, where they just want his presence out there because KD does will change the game plan. That's a fact. He will alter the game plan uh, for Toronto going into this series if he's playing. Uh, Good news on the horizon is that DeMarcus Cousins is questionable. He he practiced, uh, you know, did the shoot around with the team or the the light workouts with the team. And so he's looking like he may have a chance to play. Uh, If not in game one, I I think – Definitely in game two. And if uh, if Boogie Cousins plays, I think that's actually a good look for them because that will help to, to you know, for Gasol. And I, and I think Gasol, you know, Draymond Green is a different beast in itself because just how he plays and how he pushes the floor and stuff like that. But it's, you can never have too many bigs um, that are that are, that can be effective, you know, especially like Boogie Cousins, um, if if he can't come back and play. And then that's just more firepower. But you know, you're looking at two teams. The Warriors have experience in the finals. They've gone to five five straight. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. And now they're here again. And 
you know, that that experience, I think Iguodala was dealing with an injury, but they've had time to rest. So I think you'll see Iguodala in game one. Um, you know, who's their, in my opinion, their best uh, on-ball defender. Or you could say Clay is up there too. Um, if not, Clay is the best. I mean, whatever you want to say. I'm not going to argue down on that. But Iguodala, nonetheless, is a great defender. And having him on the floor matters. So, uh I think to have him, even to play against Kawhi, I think that that changes things uh, because, you, you know, having Clay having a check, Kawhi, I think that that's a different matchup. And, you know, I, I wouldn't want my, my one of my best shooters to even, even remotely get close to f- foul trouble. Or, I mean, I, Toronto has some guys. Though. I'm not going to take it away. Siakam is 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 a viable player who can at times, you know, be dominant in a game and take over. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the I don't know what the Warriors going to do matchup wise. If KD is there, then you know, uh, I think I think KD on Siakam will probably be the best look for KD. Um, as far as defensive-wise, we don't know if he's even going to play or his health. But I don't know. I got the Warriors, and I think it'll go six games. I think it'll go six games, and I, I'll give it to the the Warriors 4-2. Four, four, hey, yo, who man is um, this? But if Kawhi, I'm just saying, I don't think that this will happen. Um but if Kawhi and the Toronto Raptors nah, were able to beat and upset and stun the Golden State Warriors, this would go down, in my mind, as the biggest upset ever. <laughs> and we and we can we we can talk about that on the next show um, and, and talk about the greatest upsets of all time. But this might be at the top because in my mind, there is no way. I give the Toronto Raptors 2% chance of winning against the, the Golden State Warriors. And that's 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 with no injuries. If they if they, if the Golden State Warriors sustains injuries or and like more injuries to the to the start line, let's say Clay goes down, let's say Steph goes down, then that percentage will go up to like if Steph go down, it go up to 50%. <laughs> Long as Steph is on there and, and I feel like the Warriors is still a better better unit. But if Steph and Clay went down or Draymond and Clay, then you know, I would probably the needle would swing over to Toronto at that point. But I just find it hard to believe that that Toronto Raptors could beat the Golden State Warriors. Can't do it. I don't see it happening, bro. I'm out here like Ray Charles, bro. I can't I can't see it happening, though. Um but I, I'm not, I wouldn't put no money on this game. I tell you that much. Don't put no money on it. Just watch it, enjoy it. Um. Is Drake doing too much out here? I know Drake hype. Is he hype? Is he like? Is it too much? Cause I mean, people are, are complaining about just Drake's antics and stuff like that. But I mean, it's Drake. Though, like, I mean, he. Hey, who is this? You know, he's lame. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> Spike Lee. Do it. You know, he's Spike Lee has been been the same way. The overzealous fan and just, you know, 
is right there, courtside at every game, talking trash, doing all that stuff. Um, I mean, the only the only way it could hurt Toronto is if Drake says something that backfires on the team. If Drake comes out and says, I guarantee that, you know, the uh, Toronto Raptors beat, you know, the go to state Warriors, like I guarantee it and gives the Warriors ammunition oh, and puts them on, on, on tilt where they, they coming, coming for Toronto's head. Like that's, that's the only way it could, it could really backfire, but nobody really cares for real. Drake, I mean, he is, he is a uh, Canada. He is Toronto. Like that's, that's his spot. I mean, I, I would be like that too if if I had if I had bread and That's I was right. sitting courtside every at every game and the Wizards were were good, bro. You know you know the type of excitement that would be. I, I would be going crazy. Uh, I'd be doing the same thing, rubbing the coach's shoulders, smacking, you know, getting the team hype in the locker room, everything. Especially if they're gonna let me. You know, it ain't no. It's not like they saying, "Oh, he gotta leave. He can't be back." Like, they want him there. And he's put and he's helped raise the attention uh, of the team. And you know, I, I think it, it, I'm sure that, that that place is electric. I mean, it's electric because nobody anticipated the Toronto Raptors being in the finals. Well, I guess a few people did, but. Not me. I didn't see them being in the finals. That's for sure. Uh, uh, football. On to some football before we get out of here. Uh, Broncos moving closer to uh, deal with Chris Harris. Um, they need him. So go ahead and ink him up. Get him the deal he's looking for because they need him. Uh, Tevin Coleman is the favorite to lead in touches for the 49ers. Uh I, I, that's expected. I mean, after after what's his name had an injury last year, can't think of his name, but y'all know who I'm talking about for the 49ers running back. Uh, and then they, yeah, they just was had a had a running back by committee. They brought in Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I mean, right now he's the best, healthiest running back on their on their roster. So I mean, it makes sense. He'll he'll get a lot of touches. Uh, Pat's Ben Watson suspended four games. For PED use, so his his excuse was he uh, was suspended, or no, he was going to retire, and during his retirement to get healthy, his his uh, doctor recommended he take some some supplements that were a banned substance for the NFL, and then when he decided to play again, he just you know he, he just had overlooked that this stuff was on the banned list. He lying. Lying, he lying. Oh my god, are you buying it? Uh, it's a heck of an excuse, though. I, I mean, I really can't even say I'm not buying it because that's that's a that's a that's a that's like if you're gonna have an excuse, he retired and he was not gonna play football and then he was trying to get his body right and then took that. Um, so you know, he'll be out four games. But at his age, he not even tripping off the four games. He wanted the four games anyway, just to just to you know, because the season is grueling, dog. It's a long NFL season, and if you're not <laughs> if you're not right, if your body not right, dog, and then you going to the yeah, bro. So I mean, for him at his age, close to retirement, he not tripping off the four games. He 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 eating that up. Um, 
that's prolonging his career in his mind, so he's not tripping. Um, if, if that was the case, then taking the supplements was worth it because, you one, you heal your body up, right, and then you don't have you you missing four games of the season that your body would take punishment from. So I get it. Um, I guess Gerald McCoy is out here. He's looking for a new home. Uh, the 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 Bucks, you know, cut Gerald McCoy. I think it was like a week or so, a week or so ago. So now he's looking for a new home. He's visiting the Ravens. Uh, you know, visited. Uh, I think he's. I think he's. The Panthers are looking at him. Uh, I think the Ravens would be a good look for for uh, Gerald McCoy if he's there. I wonder what's like, you know, what what's going on with his deal? Because I, I think on a hard knocks, he looked a little, little portly. Like he really just n- not trying to play no more. And that could be why one of the reasons why you know the Bucks moved on from him because you know he's starting to look like he's on the backside of his career and before he hits the 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 extreme wall they're just trying to part ways with him but you know i i thought he would have had a, had a new landing spot already by now but i guess he's i guess he's going he's shopping around trying to make sure it's the best fit for him um and, and his family so i mean i get it uh does he have some left in the tank we'll see we'll see uh it was tough playing in that buck that bucks team uh just because they just you know I feel like they had a lot of things going on, and they really couldn't just get it right. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see um, where it goes from there. Uh, hey, that's all. I mean, ha- hamstring issue for Nick Bosa, so he's out several weeks. I just want to be on record by saying that uh, don't be surprised when Nick Bosa does not pan out to be Cannot win with who him. people Cannot coach have with can't do it. Deem him to be. Uh, you know, I think that a hamstring issue this early, it's, it's summertime. What you What is your hamstring hurting in the summer for? Like, usually, and, and trust me, this is, I played football. Well, not anymore since the, since the injury. But Bama's hamstrings don't really be tight like that during the summer. It's not until the cold weather starts to mix in where your hamstrings will be tight. So the fact that his hamstrings is messed up in 80-degree weather, this is that's alarming to me. That's very concerning to me. That's very concerning to me. And so, you know, if he got issues now, what do you think until the wet weather get cold? You got to travel over to Buffalo or somewhere, play one of these teams in the, in the, in the cold, harsh, harsh conditions, and his hamstring acting up now. What do you think his hamstring going <laughs> Gonna pop, dog. It's not even you don't have a hamstring. Uh, so that's 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 that. Uh, what else, man? I mean, man, that's pretty much it. I don't really have nothing else for you. Uh, other than if Kawhi wins the championship, then he's Jordan, though. He's Jordan. He's 2019. Jordan. Oh my gosh, man. Hands down. Hands down. Uh follow us at Other Side of Sports at OSS980. Um you can listen to our podcast each and every week. Um the the whole fam will be back next week, so don't worry. It'll it'll be back to normal next week. Um, you know, we had the holiday and just let people 
enjoy their families. I'm out. I'm out in uh, I'm out in uh, Virginia Beach, eating at Waffle House, relaxing with my my with the missus, cooling, enjoy enjoying my my uh, my my time out here. Um, but uh, that is that's all. Follow Where's Buffy podcast. Um, Diz, Ill Fam, uh, LK, and uh, Math. Uh, shout out to um, Sports Reality with Jeremy John. Shout out to uh, Jenna Garcia. Shout out to um, Fran, uh, Free Agent Radio, Lance J Radio, all our affiliates, all our fam. And I'm out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 